Hey everybody, Luke McElroy from Mets Performance Consulting back again for another Physiology Secrets. Apologies for the tardiness. We haven't been doing a whole lot of podcasts in the last couple of weeks. Uh, it's been pretty busy behind the scenes. Nick and I both have a fair bit on our plates at the moment. So um, unfortunately, the podcast got pushed back a bit, but we, we want to start to... Uh, publish them regularly again. Before I go into the content for today, I just wanted to give you a quick update on what's going on behind the scenes. So um, if you're a current client of ours, you will have received an email the other day, uh, which mentions some pricing restructuring uh, from now on in. So basically, the new structure we have is that any, any returning client is entitled to an $85 VO2 max test rather than doing the 185, which we, we originally did. Um, so $100 discount there. And we're also trialing in February um, $99 VO2 max tests for any new client. All right, so again, normally 185 down to 99. So we're trialing this in February to see if it's, to basically see if it's a, um, if it is a, viable business model okay so our idea is that we want it we want what we want to avoid people doing is coming once off as a bucket list item um, and then not coming back again because of the cost so the feedback we sent in a, a bit of uh, a survey the other week asking for some feedback on some stuff and, and a common trend was that it was a little bit too expensive to come back regularly um, we we created Mets performance consulting because we want to help athletes so there's not really a, a massive benefit in coming once off. You will get a lot of information coming once, but the idea is that you know we want people coming back three or four times a year to really monitor their zones and their training and obviously um, continue to train smarter in the right zone rather than mucking the zones up and not coming back again. So we're gonna trial that for February. So if you are a new client, no better time to jump on board. Um, because if, we, if it's not successful, then we'll keep the current structure but we will keep that $85 structure for returning clients. So that's gonna be quite good. We want people to come in more often so we can help you achieve your goals. Uh, in terms of content, I've had a couple of questions come through via email. So I wanna cover two things today. The first one is from Henry. He sent me an email last night and his question is that, well, a bit of background. So he's a runner who frequently runs eight miles to work. Uh, recently, he split this into three to four mile lactate threshold efforts, followed by a five to 10 minute walk or break, and then followed by three to four 1K repeats with a one-to-one -one work to rest ratio. So his question is, would I be better off just sticking to a lactate session one day and then repeats another? So basically, Henry, what he's doing here is he's got a, a zone three threshold session and he's combining them with the zone four VO2 max interval sessions. Now, I have mentioned several times on the podcast that I prefer to, to separate the two because they have two different goals. One is to increase your body's ability to use oxygen, your aerobic engine, your VO2 max, and one is to increase um, your lactate threshold or your ability to tolerate that lactic acid. So one builds the engine and one then um, builds the proportion of that engine that you can use. A little bit of research that I've found um, indicates, so it, it's, it doesn't have a massive sample size, but normally it's a, it's a few a few case studies, so a couple of people, and, and they basically split them into doing sort of one session of everything every week. So you might do a long, slow run, you might do a lactate session, and then you're gonna do a, a VO2 max speed session and an anaerobic sprint session. So a bit of everything mixed into the one week. Um, and they compared that to athletes who just focused on one area at a time. So it was, um, for, from our perspective, it would be like a, an endurance zone run and a VO2 max interval one-to-one -one session. So just doing that, or just doing your threshold stuff. So zone three, you know, 20 minutes on, 10 minute float, and doing 
sort of anaerobic style stuff there. So one mixed everything together and the other one um, separated them. And what most of the research finds is that there is significantly more benefit so people benefit significantly more from actually um, separating the two. So focusing on one area at a time, which is what we prescribe in our training programs too. Now, having, having said that, you're going to see more benefit from doing this when you're getting diminishing returns. So when you are already fit and it's harder to get fitter, then you're going to see more benefit from splitting things up then than if you're not fit. If you're not fit or you're only moderately fit, doing any sort of training is going to get you fitter. All right, That's, that's just the reality of it. So... The only time that I would recommend or potentially recommend mixing things together is one for variety. Right, so if, you are, if you're mentally bored with the session, then you need to provide variety and, and doing something like a, a lactate run into a VO2 max run into some slow stuff all mixed between, it's probably more enjoyable you know, for some people anyway, than, than saying, oh, we're going to do five by three minute efforts and we're just going to repeat that cycle after cycle, okay? And it, it, it's a challenging part of training is, is finding the balance between variety and the right stimulus. Um, it's something that I am always on the lookout for, looking for sample workouts and example workouts where um, it can provide variety because it's, it's, I mean, it's super easy for me to say, all right, you're doing five by four minutes uh, at this pace with this rest, but, you know, week after week that can get, fairly tedious so we mix it up and do 30 on 30 off some and i'm always looking for for basically workouts and, and there's some good creative workouts out there which are beneficial um the work to rest ratios and intensities are generally out of whack from from what i find but that's easy to fix it's it's the actual session structure which i look for and then i, I mo uh, modify that to suit the work to rest ratios uh, and, and stimulus that we want so to answer the question henry um in an ideal world you're best to separate them so do one one day <laughs> really you should do one one block and, and the other in a, in a different block um, so during your base building phase we should do VO2 and slow stuff during your build phase we do more your lactate threshold work but if you do want to mix them all into the one week definitely ideal to do it on different sessions so do a, a Tuesday VO2 and a, and a Thursday lactate threshold run or however you want to structure it um, so hopefully that answers your question there. I've got another one come through from JB and a bit of background here. He's just saying he's been doing his interval running sessions. He's kept on the same pace for probably five to six weeks now. When he looks back over his heart rate data, he can see that he's getting fitter. He's hitting a good peak heart rate, but the overall average heart rate is lower through the work periods. Should I increase my pace or keep it uh, keep it as it is because it still seems to be giving me the stimulative benefits okay so he's he appears to be getting fitter average heart rates decreasing um which is good is it time to change the pace is it time to make it harder increase the intensity or should he keep it the same it's i mean the the answer and i'm assuming that jb is talking about vo2 intervals uh, it doesn't really matter what interval you're talking about. It's all, all applicable. Let, let's use VO2 max intervals as the example. So we know that the, the, the stimulus to simulate those mitochondria, capillarization, all that sort of stuff, doing aerobic power workouts, so VO2 max intervals, is to hit 95% of your VO2 max. All right? and, we, and, and as we said, we're doing that for about two to four minutes. There's no extra benefit physiologically there's no extra benefit from going above 95%, 
Okay, so if your 95% pace is, let's say, four minute Ks, if that's, if that's the, the pace you're holding, and, that, and that's your 95%, there's no benefit to going 355 or 350 or 345, okay? So there's no benefit from going 95% VO2 max to 97, 98, 100%. All that's gonna do is make the workout harder. It's not going to stimulate more adaptation. Now, the reason why I say, or, or I recommend to people is to, to push as hard as they can consistently maintain is because we don't always know what that 95% range is. Um, so for example, if, if you came in and did a VO2 max test and, and your, your 95% pace was four minute Ks, if you were quite weak in aerobic power, and that's where you could see the significant improvement, within six weeks, four minute Ks is not gonna be your 95% anymore. It's probably gonna be 345s or 350s. So to answer the question, it depends how quickly your VO2 max is changing. Um, if you're still seeing benefits, I would probably recommend not changing it too much or just doing a very small change because you're probably still hitting the right targets. Um, but if, if you get to a stage where you're not, not seeing fitness improvement, then definitely time to increase that intensity. So it's a little bit tricky without going into you know, physiological insight and doing some testing, but the key take home for this question is that you don't benefit more from going above 95%, it's just about time accumulated at 95%. Okay, so whatever that is for you, um, you don't need to go too much above it, you just wanna hit that target. So hopefully that answers that question. Um, I think that's what, about 10 minutes in. So as a summary for today, uh, we've got Henry's question talking about mixed training sessions, try to keep them separate. You will see significantly more benefit. That's what the research says. And from the interval sessions, we don't benefit from going above 95%. It's just the time spent at that 95% um, and time accumulated there. If anybody wants to book in for one of those tests, flick me an email, luke at metsperformance.com. Otherwise, I'll speak to you again soon.